hard for you to fall asleep? Do you have trouble sleeping once you fall asleep? Are your dreams turning into nightmares or do your dreams provide you with very interesting topics that you would like to explore more? If so, you have completely come to the right place. Welcome. This is the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal and I am your host along with Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert, Mordecai Ballas. Hi, Mordecai, how are you today? Hello, Wendy, feeling great. Happy to be here. <laughs> Me too. Um, the Art of Spiritual Sleep, if you can believe it, is starting its sixth season today. We're very, very excited to kick off um, some brand new episodes, some brand new topics, incredible deep insight, which is all coming from the deep and ancient wisdom of Kabbalah. And Mordecai is going to share with us this, it, these insights to help us better our sleep, better our dreams, and most importantly, to have clarity throughout our day, to be more conscious of what we're doing, and to be able to share our inner light in a much deeper uh, way with more people. Because when you sleep well, that's what you get to do. So we're very happy that you're here today. Our very fantastic and interesting topic is going to be sleep <laughs> by design. Design your sleep. sleep. Design. Yeah. design your sleep. <laughs> I'm going to change that. Design your sleep. Anyway, we're going to kick off with uh, this topic that's going to cover how you can set up your bedroom in a way that will help improve your sleep and help allow your soul to fly during the hours that you're sleeping. Again, right. to create better dreams, better sleep, and more clarity during your day. We want to encourage all of you to stay with us until the very end of the episode because we have two fantastic features that you do not want to miss. The first feature is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week so that you are better able to interpret your own dreams, maybe some dreams of your friends and family. Also, he will be sharing with you something to sleep on where Mordecai offers up inside tips, exercises, meditations, um, lots of things that you can do to actually create better sleep and better dreams in your life because we don't want you to leave here today without being able to take action to elevate your sleep and dreams. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so Mordecai, tell us. Is it really better? You know, you really, uh, I love how you speak from your heart. It shows, it makes me want to fall asleep. <laughs> you know? I don't know if that's it's a good so thing powerful, or a bad so thing. True. <laughs> I haven't been told that. I'll take it as a compliment, I think. Yes, it's a compliment. <laughs> For this uh, context, it is a compliment. Good. <laughs> All right, Mordecai. Listen, I want to start off with a question. Does it really matter? I mean, I know that there's lots of um, ways you can design a bedroom, and, and we probably everybody who's listening to this has heard about Feng Shui in one way or another, about where things sit. But right. is it really that important, how oh, your yeah. bedroom is set up and the, <laughs> and the environment that you're in? Yeah, this is like your shrine, you know, this is like your temple. And, you, you know, in the bedroom, whether we're talking about intimacy or sleep, these are the two most vulnerable times when people are intimate, when people are asleep. It's like what the individual does in their bedroom, uh, uh, it's really the most sacred, the most uh, intimate, the most like, this is the most reserved 
aspect of life. So obviously, I mean, there's many also, there's many talks about designing your office, let's say, mm -hmm. for a great flow, for, uh, for abundance. This is like third of your life, all your intimacy, all your connections, your personal connections, all your sacred stuff is there. So even more than designing your office, which is also very important, this is designing the flow of a third of your life. And Kabbalistically, there is, uh, I would say, like guidance on how to create an energy flow uh, when you're asleep, um, according to how you arrange the bedroom. So the way you arrange the bedroom, it works for you while you're asleep and uh, obviously when you're in it right so it's it's more powerful i think that's a really fascinating point that you know that your bedroom and the design of it is actually working for you yeah right to elevate your sleep like we don't even think about it we think it all like inanimate objects you know how does it look good is it fit you know my furniture the way it's laid out in my room, like you never think about the fact that actually your furniture could be helping you. Yeah, it's like, uh, imagine, let's say you have an investment that the money works for you. Even when you're asleep, the money is making more money, right? So that's like a way to look at it, that uh, the way you design your bedroom and uh, the way you align yourself with what you feel most elevated, most comfortable uh, about is uh, having a ripple effect, continuously growing your energy level. And uh, I have to say on a personal level that I'm in constant search all these years on uh, new things or uh, today also with advanced technology, like what else can I bring uh, to my uh, temple of sleep? What else can I bring to improve my sleep? Because enough is never enough. I never settled with like, oh, I, I had a great night's sleep. Great, but there must be even more. If this right. is great, you know, there must be even more that is waiting for me. So um, whatever I find in my research, I also make sure that I bring it um, to, the, um, to the people that I have the sessions with. And, and another note about it that um, this is one of the things we focus on in the out of spiritual sleep uh, private sessions because you can do like certain things, um, I would say on a spiritual level to improve your sleep and, uh, and your dreams, of course. And you can do also things in a physical level, which are related to the bedroom, that can really make a big difference. Yeah, it, it's funny because often we focus our attention, I think, on, um, and I know you're going to talk about more than this, but like, is my mattress soft or hard? Or, you know, does it go up or down? It's like, oftentimes it's more about the, the, the surface that we're sleeping on, not the whole of the bedroom yeah. or where the bed is placed or where your head is and all the things that you're going to talk about. So it's like it's taking it to another level and i loved how you said that it's like a temple of sleep you know this is your your temple of sleep yeah. like it's your sacred space 
And sometimes we talk about sacred spaces when we talk about, oh, like I want a little meditation area where I yes. have, you know, the sacred space, but not often in terms of, of sleep. So I'm right. excited for you to, to share right. people with have a, I know people that have a meditation room or, or a corner in a room that they use for prayer and uh, really to look inside. And this is such an opportunity, such an opportunity. And it gives me so much joy, so much fulfillment to hear how by adjusting, you know, applying few recommendations, it's already taking the sleep and the dreams of people already to the next level. All right. Well, it's tell just us, amazing. What's step one? So there are several recommendations that allow us to benefit, I would say, the most out of our, our, of our sleep. The main factor, as you said it before, is the bed. Um, our bed, the, one of the ways to look at it is, is our runway. I always like the metaphors, right? Mm -hmm. It's a runway that our soul is using to, uh, to take off every time, um, every time that, we, um, that we go to sleep. And we mentioned this before, as far as I remember, and, and now I think it's time maybe we go more into the details. Um, because as we said, it's the most sacred place in the house. It's where you're the most vulnerable. And um, I mean, obviously there's always exceptions, right? Like if you go camping, you're traveling. I always like when I travel, um, this is like the, the main downside for my traveling. Like I can't take my bedroom with me. <laughs> This is the thing, like, it's a bit annoying, you know, like, yeah, there's certain things I can do wherever I'm staying, but it's relatively limited. Mm -hmm. So I know when I travel, and I don't care if you give me even the best hotel, uh, the best accommodation, I know when I travel that I am uh, agreeing to a certain level to compromise on the quality of my sleep and dreams. And by the way, when people come to the dream interpretation service, one of the questions is, when did, where did you have your dream? Mm. Not with the, where the dream took place in right. the dream itself, but where were you when, when you were asleep, right? Um, and if it's like in an hotel, uh, camping, on a flight, I had the dream, it's already uh, less meaningful than you in your most safest place, which is your bedroom. By the way, another very interesting thing, um, every individual has their own temple of sleep. Like, I don't know how many people would share the exact same temple. Right. Like, I, I mean, many times I can see it when I do with my colleague, Yehuda Ashkenazi, the space cleansing with the Moroccan herbs, that we go into people's bedrooms also to cleanse the energy. And one of the thoughts, not from a place of judgment, is like, I would never sleep here, you know? <laughs> Even if you pay me, not because it's like negative, it's just, it's not me. And it's okay. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> I don't want to ask now, I want to ask at the end, but you know, it's, it's interesting that you say that because when you have a couple, you know, that are yes. sleeping in the room together, that's got to come up. 
Yeah. So yeah. Let's save it for the end because I have a, a good certain, question about it. But. Yeah, there has to be a certain alignment. Yeah. That uh, both agree. Otherwise, there'll be energy that is disturbing in the, right. in the bedroom. Right. And one person likes it this way, the other person likes it that way. And you have to find through communication what's <laughs> the best alignment for both of you together. You know? Right. And I'm, and I'm laughing because I'm thinking, you know, or go get a one of those beds. I won't say a brand, but one of those beds where they say you can, you know, you can choose what you right. want on this side and you can <laughs> choose them what you want on that side. But it's not just about the bed. That's no. what we're going to get to. It's not just about the bed. So, right. So, you know, just keep in mind, uh, it depends, of course, um, where do you sleep? The bed is very important. Uh, it's very important. The mattress is not uh, older than um, 10 years, even though today there is like the newer ones that are more like uh, technology oriented, like you can adjust the firmness and uh, it's tracking your sleep and uh, it's adjusting according to the movements and the positions of your sleep. So that might uh, stay longer with you. Like, uh, so it's a longer, long time, long-term investment that can even stay for like 20 years. If you, if you know how to maintain it in a way that it's, uh, that it's really healthy also for the mattress. Mm -hmm. um, of course, everyone has their preference on how they like uh, uh, the mattress. Uh, but if you haven't uh, gone on this journey of finding the ideal mattress for you, even if it's uh, with investments, you know, uh, I'm happy to say that uh, me and my wife are almost done. I think today was the last payment that we paid for the mattress from years ago, you know, yeah. but, but it's worth it. It's an investment. Yeah. It's an investment of a, of a third of your life. So um, um, if you haven't gone on this journey in the past, I don't know, 10 plus years, uh, maybe it's time, just as a recommendation. Beyond that, you know, uh, sheets, there are diff different sheets, different blankets. Uh, that are some have specific benefits. Um, pillows, they are therapeutic pillows, pillows that match your specific uh, uh, spine uh, situation. Uh, there's even sheets that uh, adjust your body temperature Do when you you're asleep. So there's so many great things. And it's a journey. I make some recommendations on the one-on-one -on -one sessions. Um, we're not promoting here any, <laughs> any company, uh, but, but it's a journey to invest in your, in your sleep. With regards to sheets, is there a better material? Is there any like difference in the material? But that does material make a difference in sleeping better or not? Or does it matter? Usually from, from experience, um, from experience, ideally, it's, it's mostly the very basic stuff, the closest to nature. So you want to use, uh, like, let's say, cotton, 
like not rather than let's say something that is more um how would you say it like uh scientifically well, like, they have, like cotton versus silk versus flannel versus you know now they have those sheets where the that they have the technology in it that pulls this you know the sweat away from you which i'm sure has some yeah. man-made content in it so you're saying right. more natural the closer it is to nature in terms of the material i mean today there's also sheets made like 40 percent cotton and 60 percent polyester you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. that's already like not as much you want to be as much as in tuned with mother nature okay you know so that's okay. like a side note um but at the end of the day it's what you feel the most i would say safe and comfortable and um, i can give you an advice that my teacher Berg uh, shared with us so many times especially when you go even if it's online or you go to a shop to buy and you uh, pillow which you should change your pillow approximately every two years. I mean, there are people <laughs> that say even that having a pillow is a disaster and you should not sleep with the pillow, but, you know, go argue with that. Um, so it's really like to, Ravberg speaks about talking to the objects. So do you want me to, like when you look at the sheet or the blanket or um, there's also like even pillows that you put, uh, if you're sleeping on the side, you put it in between the legs, like uh, in between mm -hmm. your knees and mm -hmm. it's adjusting, aligning your, uh, mm -hmm. your pelvis. So there's like beautiful, beautiful stuff. So uh, Ravberg says, talk to the, to the object that you want to buy. Do you want me to buy you? What do you think? Will this be a great relationship? Will we benefit? And you will, uh, many times, if you speak enough, you'll, you'll hear the object get an answer. back to you. All right. <laughs> you, know, you know, maybe there's uh, my friend next to me would be better for you. You know, <laughs> you know on the other shelf, on, on the other webpage. So um, really, if you haven't gone on this journey, which I take this journey on a regular basis, always looking for improvement, um, which many times my wife is like rolling her eyes, like, what is this now? But then she says, you know what? You know, I'm, I also want this one, you know? So it's, um, it, it's really a beautiful journey that I would recommend to take uh, because this is going to affect your sleep, this is the silent treatment for your well-being. Uh, this is the uh, silent treatment for your health and, and reaping all the beautiful benefits of sleep every night. And money should not be an issue, even if you can do it in, if you need to do it in payments, this is you. There's no better investment than investing in your well-being. Well, I remember in a in a previous episode you talked about the fact that you know the way your soul elevates is when it has comfort that your physical body is safe secure and happy yeah right yeah so investing in the right bed the right sheets and yeah and that comes now listen level. when you when you're 20 
if you had like a period of time that you didn't sleep well, eh, it's not the end of the world. You'll survive. The older you, we get, um, this is like compromising the, our ability to function in so many ways. You know I that the, um, recently I read about uh, that all the diseases, all the medical challenges in, in, in an older age, they're all associated with one thing, lack of sleep, lack of good mm -hmm. sleep. All of them, one by one, they are linked to lack of quality of sleep. So interesting. I also, uh, and I'm going to share this with you, I, I heard a great um, piece on sleep the other day, and one of the things they talked about was that even when you're young, if you, if you push yourself and don't get good sleep, or you don't sleep at all, because you know how a lot of young people go out and they say, oh, I can, I don't need sleep. I can, I can stay up for two or three days and no problem. That actually, even then it has an impact on you. Yeah, That's I recently impact. read about uh, this uh, gentleman. He's now in his seventies. That as a teenager, he, he lost in a bet. Um, and he stayed up because he lost in the bet for 11 days straight. Oh, that's the, that's the cut. The, they talked to him in this uh, piece I heard. Oh, he didn't so lose the bet, he did it on purpose. Yeah, no, he, he managed to do 11 days, but he damaged his life yeah. permanently. I mean, unless yeah. he comes to uh, have a session, <laughs> you know, but, but otherwise really uh, permanent uh, damage. And he <laughs> described all the hallucinations, yeah. all the, all the all, everything that he went through. But long-term, long-term. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so definitely invest in your bed, invest in the sheets, yes. invest in the pillows. What else? Now, it's also recommended that your head will be resting um, like where your pillow is, right? The place that is the furthest from your door. Be, uh, from the room where, where you're staying, where you're sleeping. Uh, because the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah, teaches us that every entrance for every room is a potential opening for light uh, or for darkness to come. So because our head is, the, is where our consciousness uh, resides, it's where all of the energy flows from our head uh, to our body, we want to protect it as much as possible. And the greatest place to protect it is in the in 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 the bedroom. That's where it's the most vulnerable. So the furthest is it is from the door. Um, I mean, if you have let's say two doors, that's what I was going to ask. Like in my yeah, room, well, there's two doors. So just see how you can do it the furthest from both. Okay. Um, or let's say you have. Uh, uh, um, the door of the bedroom and then you have like the bathroom suite mm -hmm. right so you want the head to be the furthest from both uh, doors as much okay. as possible you know okay so you want to really position the bed that it's the head is the furthest from uh, i mean you can't really avoid all of it i mean because the windows are also not the best but you know what windows is okay it's better that the head is close to the window than the door. 
Well, and I was going to say there's also closet doors, like it's closet door. Like... Yeah, I mean, there's no end to those things, but right. the main door is the door of the entrance to the bedroom. And the second one that is also important because every time someone opens the bathroom uh, door, you know, the, the, for, for the bedroom, the energy comes to the bedroom, you know, mm -hmm. so it's important that the head is uh, also not, uh, not there all the time, but sometimes in certain situations, you have to do your best and is you can't be like obsessed about it. Is there something that you can do though? Say like if it's funny, I'm thinking of, of my sister's bedroom that has several doors in it, bathroom, closet, entrance, lots of windows, right? Is there something or do you need to do anything if, if you really are kind of surrounded? Is there something you can put on one of the doors or something that you can use? Or are we going to get that to that in another episode? Yeah, we're going to get it uh, to it in another episode, I believe. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can also use crystals. Okay. Um, to put like in the bathroom or outside the bathroom suite or next to the door. There's like different uh, crystals that continuously replenish the energy. Um, like constantly, like uh, I think quartz uh, does that. That's the white one. Um, herb purifier, which we'll talk about it when we speak about the four elements mm -hmm. that support our bedroom. Um, um, and also, like, uh, if there is an air circulation, it constantly happening there. Like, let's say there's, like, a fan or something that... By the way, to have, let's say, a fan in the ceiling, mm -hmm. even if it's in the, you know, those that uh, rotate, mm -hmm. this is a great stuff because the energy keeps on moving. Oh, that's good to you know. know. Um, but it doesn't mean that now, if you don't have it, that you have to now install one. But even if there's like um, a ventilation that keeps mm -hmm. on going, it's really good for uh, for the energy. Okay. Those people that live um, next to the ocean, uh, blessed you are, you know. <laughs> and this is a great thing because uh, they just can open the windows and it's constantly replenishing the energy from the ocean. It's constantly replenishing the energy in the house, in the room, in the bedroom. So, okay. um, you know, it's it's another thing to to consider. Another recommendation. This is from um, one of the greatest Kabbalists, the Arya Kadosh of Isaac Luria. Uh, I think we mentioned him before. He mm -hmm. lived like 500 years ago, and uh, he's the teacher of uh, Rav Chaim Vital who put into writings uh, the teachings from his, uh, uh, from his teacher, also known as, uh, in Kabbalah as the writings of the Ari, Rabbi Zekluya. Um, so he speaks about the, the position that you want to fall asleep in when you go to sleep. So that's uh, part of the design of the bedroom, uh, which you are taking part every night when, when, when you do that. And... Um, it doesn't mean if you know if you cannot do it, it's okay. But just for you to know, the best ideally is um, um, to fall asleep on the side, um, in like a fetus position, 
like a little bit crawled because that uh, reminds the body and the soul like the original state before before the individual came into the physical reality and uh, the Ari says that if it's before midnight that you fall in asleep and midnight is the exact time between uh, sunset and dawn so it's not necessarily 12 o'clock right it changes it could be every later night, or but you can easily find out when is it so if it's before midnight it's better that you sleep on your left side leaning to the left if it's after midnight it's better that you sleep on the right side that you fall asleep on the right side um, why is that because the left represents receiving and the right represents sharing so when you sleep on your left the right side is on the top so the right side is controlling the receiving and before midnight is the energy of receiving for the self alone so you want to transform it by your position mm. to receiving for the sake of sharing which wow. bring you, brings you blessings and continuity after midnight the energy transforms to the energy of sharing it's a very powerful time uh, for those that wake up to study also spirituality so at that time the left can be already on the top because the right side is already in control the sharing is already in control so and if you let's say woke up in the middle of the night uh, you can go back to sleep on the right side now having said that uh, the certain medical conditions certain situations right like if someone is let's say um, pregnant I was going to say, pregnancy is the best example. I can tell right. you, I could not sleep on my right side when I was pregnant. There was so, no way. Or like uh, certain people have uh, maybe heartburn, so they can't mm -hmm. sleep. You know, as long as you know now this tip from the Ari, from Avaisa Kluya, and you know you're doing your best, uh, that's it, you know? So it's like sleeping on the left side before midnight supports your receiving during the day um, your long-lasting receiving without side effects um, so that's uh, as I said give it a try I know some people are like what are you talking about like I'm used to sleep on my stomach I'm used to sleep on my back now I'm going to change it do your best you know it's a recommendation from the Ari well, uh, and also you're not talking about, you're talking about starting out because a lot of times we move in the middle of our Yeah, season. we move throughout the night. So we've ended up, you know. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you might find it a bit surprising that um, uh, when you become more and more invested in your sleep and, and, and spirituality and the connection between them, you'll find out that you move less during the night yeah like mm. you find yourself many times waking up in the same position that you went to sleep mm. why because um why are we moving spiritually when we are asleep which might be a whole episode by itself uh, i but... think we should save that for a whole episode okay. so we'll i know, I know you the... have more things to talk about <laughs> exactly yeah so so what we share today is really like core recommendations that you can already start using 
whether it's your bed, your mattress, the position of the bed, uh, your position when you go to sleep, the head being furthest from the door. Obviously, there's, there's plenty more, uh, whether it's like adding crystals, um, which we'll talk about more. We'll go into more right. details. In but what about episode. like making sure doors are closed, like closet doors or bathroom doors? Yes. Yeah, so if you have, um, if you have, let's say, doors that are mirrors, like closet doors that are mirrors, and one of them is it's like maybe sliding. Mm -hmm. So you, it's better. It's recommended that you slide them to a place that it won't reflect your bed. Okay. Because when your soul is elevated, it's not the most pleasant experience for the soul. Like maybe to see itself, you know, like there's a like a situation there. You know, um, or also for other, let's say, entities, if they are not super positive, it's better not to use the energy of the mirror. Um, in general, the bathroom door, it's very important that it will be closed throughout the night and not to leave it open. Um, and the, the door itself, the, the door of the bedroom, um, if there is a recommendation to keep it closed, it's because it makes the individual feeling safe. Okay. You know, but if you're feeling more safe to leave the door open, then do it. So whatever okay. works for you. What about um, anything more on sheets? I seem to remember you were talking about uh, washing the sheets more often. Yeah, so there's a, like when it comes to the hygiene, um, which is not like 100% design, but it's very good to uh, wash it frequently, to have like pajamas that are um, like um, either to have like more pajamas that like every night, it's good that you're wearing um, at least the top part uh, that is like new like uh, fresh, I mean, clean. Um, but otherwise, you know, you, you know yourself, you know, you know the feeling if you are wearing something that is clean and fresh, rather, rather than wearing the same thing, let's say that you wore yesterday, you know, it, last night, it, you need to find the balance for you. I'm not saying that now you need to wash every like two seconds, you know. Right, but it's it's just to be aware that yeah. there are things you can do. So even if you're maybe if you're feeling out of sorts, you know, like you didn't get a good night's sleep, maybe one of the things you check first is, you know, when was the last time I cleaned my pajamas or cleaned right. my pillow or cleaned my sheets or like it's yeah. it's kind of like you can have a checklist. Did I leave this yeah. door open? You know. And to, by the way, the pillowcase it's recommended to uh, even change it more frequently than the sheet if that's possible because the pillowcase is where your head where your consciousness is resting so you want it to be the ideal conditions for 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 the head all right look there's a lot and i know <laughs> that over the next few sessions we are going to explore a lot um i want to invite everybody if you have more questions or specific questions to please feel free to 
write them in the comments. Uh, we do check during the week and, and we can get you the answer if we didn't answer it. But simply put, just being aware of where your bed is, where your head is, how you're feeling, the safety and the security of, of your body as you sleep is super important, not only for your sleep, but for your soul's journey each night. Yeah. All right. You say it right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Glad. All right. Let's talk the language of dreams and the sleep symbol of the week. So we chose the bedroom, uh, duh, very obvious, <laughs> right? And, and because um, the, every part of the house, we already said that the house represents our vessel, our capacity to receive. And the bedroom represents also, every part of the house also represents one of the organs um, of, in the body. And it also corresponds to an area in our lives. Hmm. So, for example, which we'll get to it maybe in another, I don't know if we covered this before, let's say the kitchen, that represents our ability to digest uh, spiritual things like news, change, but it's also physically can imply uh, on the digestion of the individual, that they need to check the digestion or to improve the digestion, right? So uh, when it comes to the bedroom, the bedroom represents, as we said before, being the most vulnerable, um, being the most intimate. So having a dream about uh, the bedroom, first of all, can indicate that the individual might need to check uh, their... Uh, like uh, sexual reproductive organs uh, to check, uh, even just to go for a regular checkup. Uh, that's one thing because it's related mm -hmm. to the energy of, of the bedroom. Um, but more than that, it's uh, showing you maybe uh, to be more vulnerable or to be more aware, to be more open, uh, uh, to be open to be more vulnerable. Ah, okay. Or you being um, uh, too closed about, or maybe the other side, like maybe um, to be less open about your private life. Like it's related to um your connection with yourself your inner walk your inner being um maybe even secrets that no one knows that it's time for you to deal with or to communicate at least part of it to ask for help it's very much about your secret life okay you know it that you want to see and and it depends on what happens in that bedroom in the dream, but it's mostly related to your relationship with yourself, with the closest people that you feel the most vulnerable with. And uh, according to what happens in the dream, we can see that uh, what the individual can work on, change, transform. So is this one of those ones where you might want to get an interpretation because it's because it seems like there's a lot of 
important angles that it could be. Yes, definitely, because it's a very sensitive symbol. Yeah. It's one of the most sensitive symbols that exist. Okay. All right, well, that's good to know. Like when I, when someone dreams about something like it happens in the bedroom, I like, they get my full attention because this is really important. Not that you don't always give your full attention, but yeah, but it's like when <laughs> when when they get when the scene goes to the bedroom, that's when you really want to pay attention to what's going because on. Because that was just the preparation in the dream until you got to the real core message, okay. which is there. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure everybody knows because no, I no, work with you. Monica gives one hundred and fifty percent to everything he does. Yes. I make the about... I make my my effort, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if it's 150, maybe 151. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. And what is something to sleep on this week? So we thought maybe, you know, just to take one of the recommendations or maybe even more from what we shared today and to apply to make the change in your life, in your bedroom, and see and uh, monitor how does it uh, really affect your sleep. And the quality of your sleep and the quality of your dreams. I, I think it's I think it's a great one. And I think if people could also just like take note, you know, like when I make this change, like for a week I'm gonna change my pillowcase every week every night or something like that, whatever that thing is, to really keep track of it so that you can see, because then you can add more things on as yes. well as you go along and you might even see a, a greater increase in it so it's one yeah, of those it doesn't mean now you practice. after this episode you come back home and you say to your spouse that's it we're remodeling the whole exactly. place <laughs> especially the bedroom new bed you know? we're getting a new bed yeah, yeah. you come with me <laughs> yeah? no it just it's gotta be also with the with balance and it's a journey it's not like necessarily meant to be done overnight and Overnight, literally, you know, <laughs> but 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 really, just uh, to find your pace, and if there's another individual involved, then do it with sensitivity. Right. They also agree, <laughs> and they also see it as a journey, and they want to have fun together, and that's it. I was gonna, I was gonna say there's a whole new trend in the world that I read about that was about couples actually sleeping in different bedrooms. Right, I heard about it too. It's the it allows each one to create the the temple. Yeah, they, they call it the cave, the cave. <laughs> and it said that they actually, in so many interviews with couples who do this, they actually find that they're happier in their marriage. That they're light. That like, generally speaking, it's a very positive move. Not that we're endorsing it. It was just very interesting that you were saying that you know when you have different ideas about what your temple of sleep is that yeah. it's hard sometimes to match that with somebody else no matter how much you love them right yeah but for you to know it's doable and uh, yeah totally this is part of the journey also to uh, make it better together exactly exactly all right mordecai thank you so much for this great insight you'll be wanting to tune in over the next several weeks because this is sort of the theme of of this season is to bring some some uh, to shine a light on those physical things that you can do in your bedroom and in your house and in your life to make sleep um, and dreams more clear. As always, or to turn off the turn off the lights so there's more <laughs> exactly in the no shining lights. That's not good. <laughs> no shining lights. Um, we 
you know, Mordecai's mission is to ensure that each and every person in this planet has the opportunity to sleep better, to dream better, and therefore to have a more elevated day because we know that that impacts all of us. So we would love it if you would share um, this with your friends and family on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find us there and you can leave us comments uh, there as well. If you're interested in a dream interpretation, please feel free to reach out to Mordechai at dreams at Kabbalah.com. And if you're interested in a one-on-one -on -one private session to explore areas of your sleep and or dreams that may not be at the quality or level that you would like, you can reach out to Mordechai at artofspiritualsleep at Kabbalah.com to learn more about his private one-on-one -on -one sessions. We wish you all an amazing week's sleep and look forward to hearing comments from you about uh, these suggestions and recommendations, which one you, you took on board and how it impacted your sleep. And until then, we wish you uh, an amazing week and a great night. Good night. Sleep tight.